the world make me feel misguided I can't hide it, I'ma shake the globe, change it Why they don't share this, who else know this? I smell rodents, I'ma shake the globe till they feel it Why the world make me feel misguided I can't hide it, I'ma shake the globe, change it Why they don't share this, who else know this? I smell rodents, I'ma shake the globe till they feel it What's up everybody, this is the Misguided Podcast We intend to guide you to a better future The purpose of this podcast is to do exactly that We will dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs And highlight what makes them successful But also pinpoint mistakes they've made And how to improve them Our goal is to make you start thinking about Building generational wealth through business I hope you enjoy and if you do Please rate this podcast and leave a review And now, let's get started What's up, everybody? My name is Jawan Rohan, and this is the Misguided Podcast, where we intend to guide you to a better future. I'm sitting here with Reggie Calhoun Jr., the sportspreneur. How's it going, man? Man, what's up, Jay? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on, bro. Of course, of course, man. Uh, I appreciate you coming up here. Uh, Just a little background story for the audience listening. Um, Reggie was on Black Wealth Renaissance. Shout out to those brothers. Um, And I heard his story, and I before the episode was done, I just hit you up in the DMs. It was like, bro, I need you to come up here and tell your story because uh, what you're doing is super um, intriguing and super inspiring. So thank you. Hey, man, I appreciate that. Definitely. Sure. Most definitely. Most definitely. Where are you located right now? Um, definitely right. Well, right now I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So yeah, I'm, I'm in Texas. Oh, okay, cool, man. Yeah, Texas is booming out there right now. Everybody from here is moving over there. Cali to Texas. That's where the um, that's where the boys are at. Yeah. Not the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the the boys, boys. <laughs> facts, facts. Um, nah, man, I appreciate you you coming. Um, we're gonna go ahead and dive into your story. Let's start with where you're from. Right. Um, man, originally I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, born and raised there. Uh, moved around a little bit. Um, my pop was in the military, so. I went to live with him for a little while and, you know, took, you know, travel with his career. Uh, ended up graduating from uh, school in Louisiana. And you know, here I am now in Texas. I bounced around from Texas, Louisiana, Missouri, Illinois, yeah. Mississippi. I was everywhere. Okay. Okay. Damn. So everywhere. What was your favorite place to be, though? <clears throat> I, I would have to say Illinois because that was the first place I went to once I left Louisiana. So Illinois was pretty dope. Yeah. You know, that was my freshman year of college, uh, high school. So, you know, uh, that's when you change and you starting to like, yeah, you know, yeah. more friends who are going to be like lifetime friends, stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah, Illinois was dope. That's cool. That's cool. That's where you call kind of your hometown. Is that where you call your hometown when they ask you like on the application you put Illinois? Oh, I said uh, New Orleans. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> They knew all this, so I ain't gonna even uh yeah. <laughs> try, try to go through all of the yeah, you know, yeah. why you say this keeping it all legal. Facts, facts, for sure, man. Well, that's cool. Um, okay, so <clears throat> what sports did you play growing up? Was it just football? Man, so of course I played football. That was the first sport that I was introduced to. So I, I went playing in the street, the park ball to organized tackle. And then I did uh basketball for a little while. I, I hated it. Um, I'm not a <laughs> basketball player. Uh, I suck. I, I, I could play really good defense, though. I could yeah. play re- you, know, you know, football players, we could play good defense on, on the court. But yeah. I suck. I suck 
That's the thing though about playing with football players is they always want to play hella aggressive. Like it's like contact. <laughs> and like in basketball, you can't do that. So like they be like down in the key, like trying to muscle you up. Be like, bro, you're fouling. Like you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> no lie. I fouled out every game. Yeah, yeah. Most every most game. football players do, but it's cool. I think I had like 20 techs in the season. Like I was doing it. Yeah. Um yeah, it's cool. Um that's that's cool, man. I ran track. I, ran oh. track. I did long jump, four by one, four by two, and open and four by four. Yeah. Did you like track? Uh, I like jumping. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the things where you know it was just me jumping. You know when when I'm when I'm racing, you know, it was it was like adrenaline. But I, I like to compete physically, right? I don't want to just like. Run and see who the fastest. Facts. I want to be longest, who's toughest, who can, you know, tackle you, stuff like that. I don't, I don't what position? What position were you in uh, football? Play cornerback. I, I was gonna say that. Yep, I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool, man. Um, okay, so you're playing. You're playing multiple sports throughout high school. You get to. You get to college. Decide you want to play um, football. How kind of were you recruited? Um, how was that process um, trans transferring to college? Man, so my <laughs> my transition to college led me up to what I'm doing now. But okay, I had no idea about recruiting. Yeah, like, I didn't. I never had a coach come talk to me. You know, office or like even like an offer letter or a questionnaire, like nothing. So I was self recruited to every school I, I went. I went. I went to JUCO in Texas. I just found it on Google. Um, <laughs> found my university that I graduated from. I found that on Google. Like, yeah. nobody even knew where my college was. Um, and they was from Louisiana. So it was people in Louisiana who didn't even know where my college was at. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my journey to college was all just research-based. Finding stuff online that I could, I could, I could, I could like, get into. Yeah. Uh, how far are you from uh, Shreveport? I've been to Shreveport. Centenary um, College out there. Right now, I'm Two and a half hours. When I oh, okay. woke up, when I was in college. It was about two and a half hours. Right now, I'm two and a half hours. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a uh, centenary college out there. Yeah, man. They were they was in our conference, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, they you. It's crazy. They used to be D one, and then right. I mean, the the city just kind of fell apart, and uh, they they were D three, but they still had a D one gym. So their gym was like hella nice. Um, yeah. And yeah, it, it, it's cool. Yeah, I think they was an out. I think they they were like uh, not the best, but they were. What school? What uh? What what was the name of the uh, college again? Repeat that. Louisiana College. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. Yeah. We used to play. Uh. We used to play Centenary. They were actually in our conference. Scack. Um. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that that's that's hella funny. Um. I got a couple of a couple of uh, friends. Uh, like life, I made like lifelong friends with people in a whole different conference. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> bro, really though, like, um, it's, it's, it's super cool. But, uh, okay. So I like the fact that you did all the research on your own. Um, because growing up, you know, a lot of people don't teach you that number one, but a lot of people also just have too much pride to do that alone. Right. They're like, well, if I ain't be, I, I'm going to be recruited. Why? Like it's going to happen. I'm going pro. You know what I mean? That just mentality, like 
of not trying to figure it out, like just letting them come to you, like that's, you know, that's inspiring. Like, um, and there's also a couple different, uh, um, let's avenues out there that are helping people along the way, like doing their own research. Like I believe I signed up for, uh, NCSA, I want to say, um, it's, it's like a recruiting, like you get to upload your, your mixtapes, your highlight tapes, and then colleges could reach out. It's like a LinkedIn, right? Um, and so I, that really helped me go to college. Like I, I ended up paying like, I think it was like a monthly fee for that. Um, but it was super cool because you had a profile and you could see what colleges were checking you out. You know what I mean? Right. So like, that's super cool. Like doing your own due diligence in, into your recruiting process, I think is crucial because if you're not top player, if you're not in every magazine in your you know, county or whatever, the likelihood of you going to college is very slim, so yeah me, um, that's a but that's a you know sometimes that kind of you know drives me crazy or whatever because you can be the best player mm-hmm. in your region people still don't don't know who you are right like there are there are some schools in america who don't know some of the top people right like if you're not making the the espn 300 or something like that like who knows you're out there so yeah. i believe in always like researching always like get out there and do your own work your own leg work because at the end of the day your future is your future and if you're waiting on schools to come get you and then the schools that that come and get you you don't you don't want those schools but but, but you don't know what schools you actually want what are you actually doing yeah <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like you haven't reached out to the school you really want to go to but you wait on schools to come and hit you up and the schools that come hit you up you don't want those schools but then you end up with nothing yeah yeah facts you preaching bro <laughs> what so okay so with that being said is that the reason you started rpa college and for those who don't know what exactly is rpa college so rpa college man is a post-secondary program right basically it's a mixture between the junior college the traditional college trade school mentoring like it's a I call it what the world needs, right? Um, a, a lot of athletes, a lot of people who graduate high school and they have no idea what they're going to do. So there, there needs to be a bridge or like right of path from high school to life, not from just high school to college, high school to life. So RPA is the bridge from high school to life, and we just use sports as a platform. Mm, I like that, man. I like that because like in reading your website like I have your stuff pulled up here but but just in general like they really do not prepare you for the real world you know like out of high school you just are like oh you should go to college here dump all your money go into like this huge debt and and just go party and forget what you're gonna learn you know what I mean and then you get to college and then it's like okay cool time for the real world Let's use your history degree to teach you everything. Let's do your taxes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, there's no tra- real transition into life. It's just like, they throw you there and they say, all right, here, you got to learn it on your own. Go use Google. <laughs> but, but it starts early though, because what's the transition from elementary to middle school and then from middle school to high school, right? A, a graduation. About, that's what they, right. that's what they like, do. <laughs> like, I graduate eighth grade and I enter into high school, 
well, in middle school, I was in school with somebody who might have been as old as 12, uh-huh. maybe 13, right? You, you go to high school, dude, 18, 18 19. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it's, a whole, it's a whole different life. So yeah. then when you, trans, you transition from high school to college, you got people in that 25, 30, 40 with kids, uh-huh. ex-military, like coming back, getting a career because if the university offers a graduate yep. degree with master and doctorate, then you on campus with people who, you know, probably was in high school when you was in elementary yeah. or who was in high school when you wasn't even thought, thought, of, thought of. <laughs> so where's the transition on interacting with, with, with the world and life, right? Yeah. And if you support, that's cool. But when you enter into a university that has like high academic prestige, right? Most of the people on the campus don't give a damn what you play. Nah. They what your plans are for, for the future. Facts. You can miss your chance to network with somebody if you leave with I play football. Yeah. Like now they're like, oh yeah, he has a dumb job. I don't even want to talk to him. This type person goes off and graduates and becomes CEO or a big time investor. And you know them because you've been running past them, but they don't remember you because they already checked you out. Damn, bro, that's that's facts, yo. That's like that's big time. You're you're 100 right, and and I never really thought of it like that deep, but you know you you do see it. So like my school was like one percent black, right where I went. Right, I went to college, uh, Colorado College. It's a private school. It's like one of the best schools in the country, but it's super small and super conservative. Well, not the school is conservative, but the town around the school is super liberal, super liberal. Um, but um, you kind of realize that of like. I don't know. I was the only black player on the team for like the first two years. Right. And, and I don't know, just feel like when I step on campus, they're like, oh yeah, sports. Right. Probably some people didn't even know we had a basketball team, but they're like sports. Right. (laughs) Um, And that already blocks you out of the conversation of many other things like, oh, you think he he would want to go to, you know, music lessons or he would want to go to this little meetup over here you know, um, and just, and, and that already blocks you out. So that's, man, that's a good point. Um, I want you earlier too. Yeah. Um, just, just about like the town. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I tell every kid about committing to a school, the hell with the school, mm-hmm. what the town look, look like, what's the town atmosphere, what's the vibe. You're not just committing to, to the school, you're committing to that whole city for four years. Can you live in this city for four years? And if you can't, I don't care what the school offers. That ain't that ain't the school for you because you're gonna hate it. Yeah. It ain't like the school just gonna be like a, a bubble where where you got everything you need. Like yeah. you, you you still have to live there, right? Yeah. So you know you you mentioned like the town was conservative, but the school was liberal. Most schools are gonna be liberal because because if you got everyone from everywhere coming yeah. in, then you All got right. you got no choice. All right. <laughs> ain't gonna just say nah we ain't gonna let you right hey Um, there there is some schools like that there is some schools like that yeah they're gonna fly it in like well you know you didn't meet our requirements yeah yeah you know know, that's how it works yeah that is the game now about to ask me though bro uh no i was gonna say so walk me through uh all right i'm i'm a student athlete and i want to go through rpa college walk me through the whole process 
Um, and yeah, let's do it. All right. So first thing you'll do, like 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 any other school or job or whatever, you apply. Okay. Right. Um, and once you apply, and, and you can do it before you apply or after you apply. Once you apply, you do research. You find out more about the school. Because if we hit you back and we say, hey, we want to bring you in on a visit or interview you, you should be interviewing us too, right? So you apply, you research, boom, we, we, we get you on a visit, you come up here or we do a Zoom visit and you find out more about who we are. We don't talk about sports on, on, none, of, on none of our visits. We don't, we don't talk about sports, right? Because football is football and basketball is basketball. It's a hundred yards and it's two and three points. That's it, right? It's not much to talk about, right? But what what we do, we highlight that. So what do you what do you want to do with your future? What do you got plans to major in? Oh, um, what do you what do you think is next for your life or whatever? Or, or, or what made you find RPA? Then after that, you say yes, I like what I what I heard, what I or what I saw. And then we'll say, okay, we like you, we're gonna offer you. But once we offer you, you have a choice. You accept the offer or not. Okay. Once you accept the offer, you say, yes, I'm coming. You make your your commitment fee, which is the fee that that we call an investment where it's a, it puts you in the game, right? It says that that you're coming, it says that that you believe in you. It's a it's a thing that I believe that every school should do. Right, because all these verbal commits and all that stuff, I think that schools should make them pay money to commit. Right, and I say that because, like, like, like one of my guys say, if you don't pay, you don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Right, so I feel like if you pay, you're gonna you're gonna read every email we send, you're gonna see every letter we <laughs> we send. Right, you're gonna pay more attention because your money is. So once you in, you show up and then you become part of the team. And uh, you got enrolled into school, you got to pick your classes, whether it's certification, whether it's a trade idea, whether you want to create a business, you need a business coach. Um, we have those. And then we just rock on the, on the same way you would at a traditional school, but on the front end, we set the foundation of what you're going to be doing. So whether you want to come here for two years or four years, foundation of hey this these are things you need to be doing to get out what you do. Mm, okay. So um I mean I do I totally agree with the the fee thing because uh it's like it's like uh it's like subscriptions right when you know you're you're paying a subscription you're gonna like use whatever subscription you're paying for like Netflix you know you're gonna watch the shit out of Netflix um anything like and and so that that whole idea of pain um and paying attention is super like that's super true um and 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 very underrated like a lot of people don't think about it that way um but as far as so where's your location of the school so we're in uh Arlington okay like right the Cowboys Rangers okay and how first of all yeah, well, I got multiple questions on that. So, but um, one one of them would be, how'd you acquire like this school? Like, how, t- I want I want you to talk about that process. And then the other thing, but before you do that, how um, 
So the kid signs, they send you the fee and they commit and then they tell you, hey, I want to start a business. Now, do they move out to Arlington in that school? Like, do you have like dorm rooms or something? Yeah, yeah. we have, we have dorms, we have apartments. We have that's crazy. Rooms. Like, what the, f- all right, all right. Now you got to, now you, that's like, dude, <laughs> this is like changing the whole game. Like, uh, okay, so how, how'd you acquire this, dude? How old are you, first of all? I'm 33. Okay, 33 years old, and you made a school like who? Like, yeah. B- a black, a black man. Let's 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 like praise that. Real HBCU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Facts. Real HBCU. Um, okay, so how'd you acquire a building and start a school? Because that's super interesting. So, so I'm actually making a course about, about it, bro, because it's it's way deeper than what I'm about to say. But for for anybody who understands real estate, who understands uh, business and college, right? Colleges are a business. That's it. That's all they are, right? And then if you understand what a, what a university is. So once I broke down what a college was, it's a place of learning, right? It's a, it's a postgraduate place of learning. So all that means is it's a place of learning after you graduate high school. So anything a big college, any, anything can be a college. Right, whatever you teach in post, whatever. Some people call them an institute. Some of them call them a technical. Some people call it a trade school. Some people, call, whatever it is, it's a place to learn, right? And then a university is just multiple colleges connected. So you got a college of business, a college of nursing, a college of social work. It's all on one campus. That's that's the university. Okay. So once I said hey, that, I said okay, I want a college of athletics. I want a college for athletes that offer business, so the, the traditional uh, certifications, it's crazy. So I, I came, I worked back. Uh, once I did that, it was, how do you go about getting accreditation? How do you go about getting dorms? And then it's just things like that, right? And one of the, one of the, one of the key components that, that I believe in is, is leverage, right? Leverage for me means I'm always going to add value. I am the lever. So when I show up, whatever I've built already is going to bring 10, 10 times what, what the program would already right? Um, I want to walk into a room and say, hey, this 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 idea I have, this is what you already have going on. Mm-hmm. Let us add to that. And then we were able to grow as fast as we did because I understood the whole. I did, I did my research on what a apartment needed, what a university needed, what a apparel company needed, what transportation company needed. Like everybody needed something, and then that's all I did. I I took what I've already built, and I and I allowed people to have access. Damn. So in that in in that sense everybody has the, the opportunity to win because we win and they win. We yeah. give them numbers and money. They give us resources for us as an affiliate. So um, you can't you can't just wake up and build a college. But I woke up and I built a college. Because yeah. I'm, not a, I'm, not, I'm not a person who listens to what you can't do. A college began as a business at first, right? We can accept basketball. We can accept uh, 
Pilgrim, all that stuff. Bro, what the fuck? Online, I've Look, been- this this is like, dude, you you you're onto something. You're onto something. Uh, yeah. there there needs to be more of this, man. To be honest, um, it does. So so the okay, how do you get accredited? That's like, I feel like that's the most important step for people to like respect you. Well, you with the college, right? Yeah. Who were you accredited by? The, co- the college? Oh. I don't know. Huh? I, I, I don't, know. don't know. Most people have zero idea who their school is accredited by. Uh-huh. All they know is the school says we are accredited. So accreditation, the agency, or like any any business, it's, it's different ones. So you got regional accreditation, you got national. If I were to ask you which one is better, well, which one would would you pick, national or regional? Probably national. But regional has more weight than a national foundation because regional is these states and these schools have an agreement that if somebody transfers from 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 this school to this school, uh, we'll accept the credit. But when it's when it's national, it's used as like a specialized school, a private school, a for-profit school, right? So what I'm getting at is that accreditation is nothing more than an organization saying, hey, we put our name on this school. Because every school isn't accredited by the same regional accredited agent. Yeah. So if you think about it, in that sense, accreditation is a straight bullshit. Because if I'm accredited here in Texas, but the school in, in New York doesn't accept my hours because they have that right, where my classes state classes because if I took them same class and transferred it to Louisiana and, and they take them like it's it's a, it's a game right mm-hmm. it's almost like the credit like like, like the credit agency right mm-hmm. everybody thinks those three credit agencies are ran by the federal government no they're they're individual businesses that says hey this is what we're gonna rate them on that's why the, the, that that's why that info is always different that's why certain people people only check certain agencies, right? Because every company not gonna is, is not gonna run your credit through all three. Some are gonna choose the Equifax, some are gonna choose Transgender. So it's the same way with a credit accreditation. But trying to get a job, or trying to get a bank loan, or trying to get a a, a, a into graduate school, they're about to ask you who you're accredited by. They're gonna ask you what, what school you went to and did you get a bachelor's? Yeah, yeah. So I I. I said all that to say, once I understood what accreditation really, really were, it didn't matter who we were accredited by or how we got the accreditation, as long as they're accredited. Because each school wants you to graduate from their school. They're not expecting you to transfer. So they don't really care about the accreditation because the accreditation, it only benefits you as far as transfer, mm. right? So if I want you to stay here for four years, it doesn't matter. And your 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 foundation is more important to the federal government than it than it is to the job market. Okay. For the federal government, if school's not accredited, they can accept the pass. Yeah. Okay. So the way that anybody should know if your school is, I mean, if you want to call it legit, can this school accept money from the federal? Okay. Yeah. You know, you know what I like about you is, is 
from our conversation, it seems that you like to break things down into the simplest thing first and understanding that. Like you did it with what's the difference between what is a college? What is a university? You broke it down. You said, okay, I know I want a sports college. Boom. You figured it out. You did the same thing with accreditation. What the hell is accreditation? Okay. What does it mean? Okay. There's national, regional. Which one looks better? Does it matter? You know what I mean? You broke it down. Um, and so it seems like you do that with everything. Is that true? Yeah, I, I, I have to, because I want to know, we already know how America works. Yeah. It's a big bluff. It's like a big thing. And they make everything like so hard. Yeah. But when you look at it, it's not really that difficult. Yeah. It's just go read. It's not difficult. They just make it look difficult because of the um, deception. But it's also because they make us as Americans so naive to everything yeah. and like how the system is supposed to work. They hide it. Right. Or they or they blast on what they want you to know. Right. Commercials. Right. Uh, just yeah. advertisements. How they want the you to look. You me, the first yeah. thing you asked me when I said about a college, you was like, how did you start one? How did you get a building? Yeah. So immediately you <laughs> thought a college was a building, but they're online school. So yeah, yeah. Do I need to build it? All right. Damn. Well, th- all right. Well, you 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 make me feel like I didn't even go to college now. You know the vibes, man. You know how it works. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a systematic thing that everybody systematic. That's yeah. the that's the word right there. Systematic. It is very systematic. Um shit. Speaking of the building though. I, because I'm a realtor out here in California. So like real estate is like super intriguing to me, but yeah. How did, how did you acquire a building? Is it like a commercial loan? Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to I created this with no loan, no investment, no nothing. So you just, <laughs> you just had bank saved? Nah, man. So you know how people say opium, other people's money other people's resources, other people's experiences. So I jumped this off by using other people's money. I didn't take out a loan. So I created this, this, this thing with no debt. Understanding your business numbers, you understand your business. How much does this how much does this cost? How much does this cost? How much do I need to make to cover this and then everything else over that is profit? Yeah. So, so once I found out the numbers, I just walked around. I, I went to every business that I was going to need, and I and I negotiated a deal with them. I told them what I was I was going to bring them, and I told them like like how much I needed as far as a reduction or a fee, and then that became my set number. So I knew that this was going to cost this, this was going to cost this. So for instance, like, I'll give you one jump and funny. I actually went to a to a gym. So before I got a facility, I partnered with a gym. Okay. So I partnered with a gym who had everything we, we needed. Food, okay. weight, sauna, massage tables, massage therapists, meal plans, all that stuff, right? I said, hey, I'm about to bring you 65 to 80 customers for 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 a for a year. And I'm gonna keep doing it every year. I need to make their membership X amount of dollars. And they get access to everything in here. Now, on my website, I can offer, I'm going to get that in the art facility, food, 
this, this. So now I list all of the amenities from the gym on our site as what you're getting. Isn't that what the college did? When you did the college tour, they showed yeah. you all the stuff on campus, yeah. right? And you never really used it. Yeah. They show you the health plex. They, 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 they show you the student union. So I went and built a student union. I, I'm in Arlington. Like, this is the entertainment district. All of the proteins are here. Yeah. So they got the bar. They got the sports bar, the movie theater, the mall. The, uh, I'm, selling, I'm selling the city. I'm selling the city within yeah. my program. So what you pretty much, this is this is dope. This is dope. I'm, I'm learning a lot. What you did is you pretty much went to each person you needed, right? So a gym, let's say a landlord for apartments, okay? Um, you went to them and was like, hey, this is my plan. Uh, I don't know if this is what you said, but I don't have money to give you right now, but this is my plan and this is what you'll get monthly based on my business structure. Is that kind of how yeah. you... You worked out the deal like that, and they were like, yeah. okay, and then it just worked from there? Yeah, because isn't that how a, a university team works, though? Like, if, yeah. if you understood, because I went and coached at my alma mater for a year just to learn how the college coaching side works. So they have a budget. They have a number they have to hit every year. Yeah. And in order to operate, in, in order to keep the team afloat, you have to hit these numbers. Yeah. So that's the same thing that I'm doing, right? So most people don't know that some schools, some athletic programs pay the school rent. That's, bro, that's crazy. So how, how okay, how are you, how are you hitting your numbers? How are you getting people enrolled into the school enough to keep the lights on or everyone paid and happy? I mean, you got to over, over deliver. Like it's things that, that we offer here that no schools offer, right? We we offer things like for one, like our mentorship pro, pro, on program is crazy, right? We got we got kids that's doing phenomenal things because of who we are and what we've done, right? You know, my director of media and marketing, he was he was our very first recruit. Now he's our business partner. So like he went from playing football to owning a business. You know, he he travels with me, he travels with his company, he He's doing things at 22 that I wasn't thinking, thinking about at, at 22. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Putting people on. That's good. That's good. That's, 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 that's the game. So, yeah. yeah, man. So when 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 you understand your business number, you win. Yeah. And when you just kind of, like, break things down. Make it look yeah. simpler. Because, shit, even in this conversation, just breaking down each thing we talked about, it just makes me look at it differently right and that is the goal right is to make complex situations more simple to understand that way you can conquer yeah um, so you're let me say you're a realtor yeah california's gold gold mine right now um but anywhere really though but california is crazy man uh it's like it's like normal for houses right now to go over a million dollars on asking price mm. out here that's insane over a million you have a million dollar house selling for 2.3 million like on a weekly basis like that's ridiculous but that's, that's america <laughs> um 
Yeah, but anyways, I want to move on to the hella misguided segment where I ask the same question to each person that comes up here. Um, and the question is, if you were to write a letter to your 18-year-old self, what would it say? Give me a summary. Uh, I actually wrote one on Twitter. So, uh, let me say. Uh, so basically, it was just uh, one decision can be the, the determining factor between four years and six years to obtain a bachelor's. One decision will determine if you create a family, a, a family or a statistic. One decision will determine if your dream becomes real or yet not ideal you will do one day. Your next decision will determine if you're going to achieve that goal or ruin your chances. I was, I was, when I was born, I kind of had no choice. The difference is I only did what I only knew. I didn't, didn't want any advice. I knew what I was doing. Believe it or not, times were, were, were really different, you know, five, five to 12 years ago. Although my, although my decisions were costly, they were right on the time I made before I am today. I can't confidently say that if I made the same decisions now, that I'd be able to, I'd be able to or, or be alive to see how different the times actually are right now. So that's like the short part of what I wrote to myself and to the next generation on Twitter, that one decision can make your life what you wanted to be or what you feared it to be. That's a lot that's of true. pressure. That's a lot of pressure, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, one decision could, could, could either fuck up your whole life or change, you know, but um, it is true. It, it's very true. Um, and that decision could be split, you know, um, you just think of, of everything that, that happens in the hood or, or just the moments that, that you're in, you have to make a split decision that ultimately can change your whole life. Um, and so, yeah, that's facts, but it, it's scary just to even think about that. Most um, people rather not make a decision, but they're making a decision not to make Oh yeah, that's a good point. Some people do choose to stay away from it. Like like having too many choices is is also scary, you know? When you have too many choices, it's like, no, like I need I need faith or God to tell me what to do, right? Like, damn, that's good, bro. That's good. I like that. Um okay, cool, cool. So when did you yourself know that you were a good motivational speaker? How'd you find that talent? <laughs> I did, man. I did. <laughs> you just start doing it. <laughs> like, people were just like, man, I like what you're saying, man. I I really felt that, man. You 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 speaking real. I'm like, oh, like, I told my truth, right? But then that's when I realized, like, that was my gift, like being able to make things simple and then speak passionately about. It. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's true. It's like. And those are kind of like the best like hidden talents is like when you when you are doing something that you never really even thought you could do and it's like changing people's lives. You know what I mean? You're helping them. It's like, damn, like only if I knew this at 18, I would have been doing this shit, right? Like, <laughs> I'd have been um, into this, but that's super cool, man. Damn. Um, so you do coaching, um, you do speaking um consultations you want to talk about that kind of like uh yeah. if people wanted to reach out to you what can what do you consult on so i focus on um athletes transition so i want athletes to know that they can make six seven figures um in sports or using their sports knowledge and create a business by coaching but i consult them on how to turn your knowledge into sports 
and okay. make it vivid. Hence okay. the sports community, right? Yeah. You know, sports entrepreneurship, like buying how sports entrepreneurship can merge. So that's that's what I coach them on, man. So you could be a trainer, you could be a coach, you could be an athlete, you know, you could just be an enthusiast. If you love sports, then we can turn it to a business. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, well damn, man. Uh I think this has been been a really good episode. I I've definitely learned a lot. I'm gonna have to sit back and reflect on a couple of things. Um, but is there anything that you want to say to the audience um before we wrap up? Yeah, man. Um America was built on a dream, right? People came here, it was a blank canvas. They created what you see now. So just because that was their dream doesn't make it your dream. So in order to build your American dream, you actually have to have one. Mm-hmm. Like the American dream is not your dream. Uh, like they should, they 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 shouldn't call it the American. It should be come to America to to, to dream, right? Because you can do that if you want. Like you can do anything you want, but yeah. you got a dream. And if you don't do that, then you go fall victim to somebody else's dream and be mad about it. It's their plan, it ain't yours. Yeah. Most definitely. Well said, well said. Um, it should be, actually, it should be like America blank canvas, but <laughs> that way you can paint your dream on that motherfucker. But yeah, hey, you want, man. I feel it. I feel it. Well, um, cool. The way we like to, uh, to wrap up the episode is with a segment called guided conclusions, where I ask you a question. It could be funny, serious or anything, but it's something we haven't talked about before um, we started recording. Today's question is, with the the new verses coming up, um, Bow Wow and Soldier Boy, who you got winning? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> I don't need Draco coming at me. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, Drake. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go with Bow Wow. You got yeah, yeah. Okay, why Bow Wow though? Just because he like why? Yeah, why Bow Wow? Um. I'm oh, okay. I'm torn. So uh-huh. I'm gonna say Bow Wow because okay. he had he had more mentors. Okay. Right? True. Because he had mentors, and that's why his career was what it was. But then I, I like Draco because he really had no stuff. mentors. He did that he, shit. Oh <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little split, but if I go with my childhood, I'll say Bow Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Bow Wow fan and it like Obviously, you sit and you're like, damn, well, he should have went up against Romeo, but he would have watched Romeo. Like, like he would have watched Romeo. Yeah. Um, now, if he did a business versus business versus Romeo win. Yeah, well, that's because he got Master P, though. Hey, that's mentor. True, true mentorship. And yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. They, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. they, they released, hey, I'm getting, I'm getting my long white tee. All the way down to my knees. I'm getting my shorts and my glasses, my little light up belt. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting everything, bro. Um, they released the. Uh, I think it's gonna be Lil Kim and uh, Trina. No, 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 no. Trina and Eve is a, is the next one too. That's gonna be fire. That's gonna be fire. I got. I, I think I got. Oh, I don't know who I got. I might. I might have Eve, but we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But um, <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> I appreciate you coming up here, man. 
go go ahead and drop uh, all your information so they can find yeah, you. Yeah, so on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's all retro. Um, website same, and then for RPA it's underscore RPA Wildcats, and on Twitter, Instagram too, all the same. I keep it like identical. Yeah. Underscore RPA Wildcats. Junior on on it. That's dope. That's dope. For sure, man. Well, I appreciate you coming up here. Um, you guys heard it here. Make sure you follow Reggie and make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Um, really appreciate the reviews um, and the feedback out there. So thank you guys for listening. This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. My name is Juwan. Sitting here with Reggie. Thank you. Cool. Shorty from down the way, says she wanna ride Let's go get in my car, let me take you down, down, down to the west side I can show you what it do, watch how I switch lanes on them fools Skr, skr, if you in the way, I'm coming through Elevated to the top, yeah, I'm coming too Oh no, we can't stop, when I'm loving you How you like me now, I'm here when you need me With you when you're leaving, all ears when you're grieving are you down? Are you down? Yeah, you all the way down. Me too, me too. Yeah, I'm down. Oh, I'm down. Yeah, I'm all the way down. You too, you too. Just a couple blocks from here, the girl in my dream resides. Same park and convenience store, so it's like you always been by my side. May have never crossed paths day to day, but you cross my mind from time to time. I miss your eyes, wondering why you're not mine. So grateful, thankful to know you. Two years past, still running with the same crew. I see you got loyalty, girl, I do too. Thought you knew, yeah, yeah, I thought you knew. I'm still stuck on you. Been a minute since we kicked it, and I got that text, I'm coming through. Everything. Still feels the same Nothing's changed In a good way In a good way Don't take this personal Don't take it the wrong way But I'm glad you changed, you grew more And became less afraid What you were running from You now stand in its way How could you escape if you refrain I see your pain, you're safe It's okay, it's okay You don't gotta deal with it no more I promised that I would never leave your side I pinky swore I got your back I'm moving forward Never looking back Through these closed doors, what for? Are you down? Are you down? Yeah, you all the way down. Me too, me too. Yeah, I'm down. Oh, I'm down. Yeah, I'm all the way down. You too, you too. Look, clock's ticking. I ain't got time for that. Back then, you wanted to hang out. I always found a way to cat. I never let you in. Always turned around. When you had my back. I swear I'm done with that Do those memories still haunt you? Can you forgive? Cause I wrote the song for you I wanna see you live A happy feel life I wanna be a part of it And make you my wife Yeah, that's a partnership Everything Still feels the same Nothing's changed in a good way, in a good way.